Welcome to The Abundance Mentality, 20-minute snippets to improve your health, wealth, spirituality, and relationships. I'm Zach. And I'm Maria. All right, today we're getting into the concept of destroying resistance. Yeah. The, 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 the crux of this comes from the book The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. I reckon I've read this book maybe five times. We've, we've read it together. We've given <laughs> it away. Um, it's Joe Rogan's favorite book. When I heard that, I'm like, right, I'm getting on this book because it is incredible. Yeah. Um, because if you look at the stuff that he does, I'm like, I want to do a 10th. I want to do a 1% of that and maybe <laughs> I'll be successful. And we've, we've read it and this yeah, is got a, lot out of it. got a lot out of it. So the whole idea of the book goes into talking about destroying or breaking or overcoming resistance. Yes. Okay. So there's a lot of like, there's a whole like section on what resistance is and he goes specifically into all of the different things that resistance is but resistance in my mind basically becomes anything that's stopping you from doing your art mainly yes mainly yeah because he's mainly targeting artists yes isn't he yes um but also business people and creatives and it's about Sometimes you get into a place where you spend more time battling your own demons or your own resistance to doing the thing than you spend doing the actual thing. Yes. So, so, so let's talk about a couple of different things that could potentially be resistance, things that stop you. And like, we're going to go into stuff that has stopped us. Okay. So for example, I do a lot of like mental health stuff online. And one of the things that in, caused initial resistance, it doesn't anymore, was what will people think of me? Yeah. Right? Like the dreaded, what will people think of me? Oh, some people are going to think it sucks. Yeah. That's a fact. They really do. And, and, <laughs> some people. And it does suck for some people. Yeah. And that's, a, that's an accepted thing, but I have to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So basically it's, you're thinking about the life, the unlived life within you. So some, so you've got your life that you live and then you've got that sort of niggle inside you, that inner sort of like, oh, I kind of wish I was doing this thing. Um, and then whatever stops you from doing that thing is called resistance. So yeah, it might be, it might be what will people think. It might be like, I'm too stupid. I'm too, I'm not, I don't have the commitment. I'm not a good enough person. I, I just can't do that full stop. I'm just, you know, conditioned by my society to not blah, 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 blah. He goes on and on and on. He goes, success can be resistance. As in, if you're successful in a shitty job, that's resistance to following your dream. If you're like, if you find success even in your art, but that's taking you down a path that you no longer want to go down with your artistic pursuits and you're forcing it, that becomes work. That itself is resistance. And the idea is that it's sort of like, you've really got to embrace your muse. You've really got to find what that true calling is, that true passion is and hunt and pursue that. Yeah. But it also can be, this is interesting that he talks about it also can be any form of, of self-betterment that like resistance will try to get you if you try to pursue spirituality, meditation, yeah, um, it's like, it's like learning the, how to better yourself in any way. The, the, the trap of self-improvement. Yeah. Oh, I need to, I need to have read these books. I need to have been in this body. I need to have done these things prior to starting the art. No. Yeah. But also even wanting to read a self-help book and then you kind of don't really feel like it, that's still resistance because you actually probably should read it. Do you see how there's two sort of two sides there? There's, there's multiple sides yeah. to resistance. It's like, it's interesting. Stephen Pressfield as an author is very much into sort of uh, the ancient Greek, ancient Roman style of stuff. So he puts yeah. this like twist of like Muses and invoking angels. the gods. Yeah. One little bit that I liked from this was, I feel it myself when I write, when I write my poetry or my, my books or blogs or whatever, particularly with poetry, it's like, 
it's like it's coming through me and out yeah. of me. Yeah. And uh, and the analogy or like the the, the system that uh, the book suggests is that they I'm not the writer. Mm-hmm. I'm the the vessel for the writing to come through. Yes. And the keeps I- you humble as well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. so that's that's what I was getting into. The idea is that it's not really me doing the writing. It's coming through me. Yeah, you're just listening. I'm just listening and yeah. I'm just expressing. So I've just sort of got to just let it flow. But the it takes away a bit of a bunch of pressure because it's not my words anymore. Yeah. It's the universe's words. And it it's, also takes away a bit of narcissism. Well, that, that's that's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. It take, it's, it's no longer me. The, 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 the praise and the um, scorn critique, yeah, critique yeah, 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 yeah. for my work doesn't go to me anymore. It goes to the muse. Mm. And it's interesting because it's like, yeah, well, I am writing it. Yeah, like, I yeah. literally wrote a poem. I woke up and I had a poem come to me in a dream and I wrote it down, <laughs> right? And it's ridiculous. I like the poem, but it's not me. Like, I didn't... It's so true. Like, like this is an yeah. analogy. Like, I didn't plan that. It just yeah. came, right? But I had to get out of my own way, move yeah. beyond the resistance and go, yeah, I'm going to write a story about Mojito the Bandito yes. that came to me from a dream, right? What the hell? Yeah, absolutely. And not saying to yourself, I've got something better to do today. I've got to go work somewhere else or do something else. I'm not going to write it down. You actually have to sit and write it down to overcome resistance. You actually have to do the work. You did actually... you have any resistance to writing it down? I did. It was the middle of the night. Um, <laughs> so so I keep a small uh, digital voice recorder basically on my person at all times. It's a right? way of combating resistance? 100%, 100%. Yeah. Although there's a trap there, which I'll get to, but... I woke up in the middle of the night after having this dream about the Bandito. And we'll put a link so you can read this one if you like in the show notes. Um, As well as a link to the War of Art book as well. Um, But the the point was that I woke up and I'm like, my brain tells me. And it was saying, like, you need to write this down. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. screw you to the muse. And then the muse or the brain or whatever was like, if you don't, it's gone forever. And then I know in the past, every time, every time I have this conversation with myself, with my muse... And I choose to go back to sleep. I always, 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 always regret it. Yeah. It means that I lose a potentially interesting poem. It means I lose a chance to lose a dream. It means I lose mm-hmm. whatever. And it's like, oh, I haven't answered the call. And then it's almost like the muse, the creativity sort of punishes me, punishes me a bit. It's like, no, you're not going to write for a little bit. You didn't want to then. I'm taking <laughs> it, like, a... it like holds back from you. Holds back from me a little bit. Okay. That's funny. So, so yeah, I, I, I had the resistance, but I got up, did this croaky middle of the night voice recording thing, went back to sleep, mm-hmm. played it in the morning, wrote the poem. It was really good. And yeah, like I liked it. Yeah. It's not even, it's not even if like the, the, the creation itself is good because like there's been a bunch of times where it's produced absolute trash that yeah. I've not Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that's bothered. not the point. The, the result is not the point. It's just doing the, doing the art. Now... Yeah, I reckon that Stephen Pressfield basically has a summary is that he basically says if you get a call to do something that, like that, like if it's artistic or it will just make you a better person, and you kind of know if you're getting it and you're mm. ignoring it, and you you know it's it's something that you're ignoring, you basically need to turn around and dive headfirst into it, like just pull out the canvas and just like dive headfirst. It's, it's, That's the answer basically. It's so hard. It's like I'm on a bunch of writing groups on. Uh, Facebook and what whatnot, and there's always this thing of like I can't write, I can't write, yeah. I can't write. But it's like why are we here? Like you've just got to, <laughs> you've just got to do it. And I know it's like it, it's almost it's weird to say it's like the whole summary of overcoming resistance is to just do it. 
but it really sort of is. Yeah. But it's like... But there's tips and tricks of how There's tips, yeah. And it, it, but it, it's more like, it's like, it, I really like the book because it sort of highlights, like, this is resistance, this is resistance, this is resistance. Like, for me personally, right, I love spending time with you and I love spending time with our three-year-old. Yeah. It's great. But, you know, I work split shifts. So I get up in the morning, ride to work, come back, then I ride to work and come back later. And there's this middle gap. And I could easily spend all of that time with you guys. Mm-hmm. I could easily spend all of that time doing my own, like, writing and side hustle yeah, stuff. Yeah, and how easily, do you balance it? Yep, I could easily spend all that time exercising. My, I could easily spend all that time just relaxing and watching a TV show, right? Mm, mm. Or Not, working more to get more money. Or, or do, like, there's yeah, endless possibilities. Sure, but, like, like my, 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 my split is spending time with you guys, mm-hmm. doing more of my own poetry, or chilling, mm. right? Or exercising and chilling, I suppose. But the point is, is, like, I had to realize, I'm like, okay, I want to do all of those things. How can I best manage? Because I don't want... I don't want to be one of these people that loses myself to my art form, but I also want to make sure, because you have to have this like dedicated daily discipline to produce anything of worth and all that sort of stuff. So I'm like, okay, how can I manage all of this? Because it's like, I'll see, see my son, I'll see you. And you're both like, yeah, let's hang out. Let's do this. Mm -hmm. That's great. That's lovely. That's fun. But it's also resistance. Yeah. If you're meant to be writing at that time. Exactly. Right. Like, like my son will pull my attention forever, (laughs) which is lovely and it's great. And I want to spend that time with him. But it comes to a time where it's like, okay, like if I want to ever become successful in my craft, I have to put a stop on that. If I ever want to, you know, if I want to make sure maintain my body, I have to exercise. Like there's yeah. these things I have to do. So I realized I have to actually uh, allocate certain amount of allocate time, time. Yeah, and then yeah, stick yeah, to yeah. it religiously. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to spend two hours with you guys, half an hour exercising, one hour on my craft. Yeah. And I do that every time I have a split shift and it's working. It's actually in War of Art, he talks about like, he calls it turning pro, but basically he's talking about like yes. if you if you go crazy and drunk on your art and lose your life to it, that's actually kind not, of madness, but also a form of resistance because you're not actually like you're allowing it to become an addiction or something unhealthy. Whereas like the actual well, you still got to live in the world. Yeah, the no, actual good thing to do is kind of detach from it, like you were saying before, and actually treat it as a job. Hundred percent. Not go nuts weird with it, and you know. There's, find a balance find a balance and it's, mm. it's the calling and this is the thing like it's I'm trying to look at my my say like poetry as art yeah but also everything I'm doing online is an artistic pursuit mm. the website the courses the books everything I do is also sort of like the business side of things it comes together yeah the business side of things yeah. is an artistic expression but then also on top of that having a like a family and like my mm. my, my sort of non-creative side is sort of an artistic expression in a yeah. weird way as well. Like Absolutely. it's sort of, so it's sort of like finding that balance between it all, but then sort of not letting the resistance of, oh, I can take a day off. Mm. Oh, I can do this. Oh, but just, I'm going to work. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But once you've done your work, once you have done the work, it is okay to take a day off. Well, hundred percent. But, but you, I think you know inside yourself when you honestly, uh, at that space yes. or if you're just taking a day off and kind of because you just have this little bit of guilt you know this little bit of like oh I should have done something before I went on this um, day off to bring uh, Jocko Willink into this mm. he's got a quote of saying like for exercise life will give you a rest day yeah that's so he's right. like he's like like people train like I, I do weights every day almost mm. I, I aim to do it every day but some days life gives you a rest day yeah exactly so it's like I like that so, so, so the same thing with this I, I aim to do my, my craft every day, but there was just some days like, you know, 
our son's sick or, you know, work calls me in and I have to do extra shifts or I'm just mentally unwell or something and yeah, I just can't. Yeah. But we're, we're, we're sort of addressing the reality of the situation to keep going. I want to, I want to put it, put it on to you, Maria. Um, you're in the process of, we've called it giving birth to multiple different projects. Um, <laughs> oh God. and, and some of those have been a long time coming. Some of them are very quick coming, but mm-hmm. can you describe some of the resistance and how you're sort of pushing through and how you know that you'll get the stuff done? Not that we've done it yet, but know, we're, we're positively fun, hoping. Um, I've dedicated a lot of time to my projects. What, what are the projects just um, to fill people in? So, um, writing like blogs on medium, mm-hmm. which I haven't shared yet. And a YouTube, um, nursery rhymes singing thing. Mm-hmm. And this basically, <laughs> <laughs> and the motherland podcast, the other podcast we do, which is already obviously going, um, yep. You've There's got a lot of the main gonna... ones at the moment, but so... there's always little ones popping up because I kind of have that kind of personality. And I almost have to be careful because some of them are like, oh yeah, I need to follow this. And other other little projects that pop up is like, hang on, that was resistance. 100%. Yeah. I've, I've got that same problem. Like I've got all of these like ideas that I want to do, yeah, but yeah, I have yeah. to realize I'm like, no, no, no. Okay, that's the one. Yeah. Because all of these ideas seem great. Like I've got yeah. all these weirdo ideas, but... When you really think about how much effort it would take to do that properly, it's like, no, can't. Sorry, got to let that one go. Yeah, I saw some advice on that. Like, once you go down this path, you just start getting more and more and more ideas that sort of come knocking on your door. And you have to sort of go, oh, I bless you, but I release you, you know? (laughs) Was it the um, the big magic thing? You're sweet, but I can't can't take you on. Yeah, (laughs) sort of. Big magic? um, Elizabeth Gilbert that wrote um, Eat, Pray, Love. Yes. A book about that. So she'll say, what did she say? She said, um... Yeah, like you basically like the idea, the 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 creativity, the the idea for a book. I think she was saying, but it could be for anything comes to you, and if you're ready for it, you say yes, and if you're not ready for it, you let it go and it might not come back. Yeah, but you have to be okay with that mm. because you might have a different book that you're trying to write. Yes, and you can't just take on a second one right now. You know. So, so can you give one solid example of resistance, oh, resistance. that you're that you're pushing through, and how how like maybe the war of art or how? Yeah, it's it's. It's hard. Like, there's a lot of self-doubt and there's a lot of just voices in your head, you know? Like, some of them are like, oh, this is going to be so great. And some of them are like, this is terrible. Why would you ever do this? You know, you can't, you can't, internal you editor. can't do this. Yeah. And almost like there's this societal kind of, or, or like, you know, growing up or whatever, there's this pressure to like not really use your authentic voice that much. Like, if you disagree with something. 100% the authentic voice. There's a lot voice. of that, that mm. I'm actually battling because... I have to step out of that to share blogs on things I believe in. And it's like, it's embarrassing. And, you know, I've got to stand in the face of all that and still just just freaking write it down and you're going to share this, you know. On the authentic voice thing, I like that a lot in the sense of, I've got this sort of running hypothesis and then maybe this came from... Well, you're um, okay with sharing your authentic voice. No, 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 but... No, but you I'm, seem like you're okay with it. No, no, as in, as in I'm moving to it. And it came, I think, from um, Gary Vaynerchuk talking and he was he's, he talks about like, be authentic, be authentic. Mm. And there's there's levels of authenticity, yeah. right? So the first thing I shared was under the influence, which is like the story of my past trauma and stuff, mm-hmm. right? And that's a level of authenticity, but it's also detached because okay. it happened in the past. Okay. And like, it's pretty vulnerable though. No, no, it is. 
but it's not in the sense of like that. It's almost like another person. Oh, so it's not like this is me right now. Okay. Yeah, me right now. I have my own issues right now that I'm dealing with right now. Yeah. Right. That's far more vulnerable because it's like if people call me on it or talk about it or address it and for even me to think about it, it's raw, it's real. Yeah. So for me to address the stuff now, which which I do through my other podcast, the Reality Check podcast and all the stuff, a lot of the stuff that I'm doing online, that's actually harder. But the yeah. point I'm trying to make about um, the authenticity thing and from the Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk stuff was basically saying, let's say you're you're like a, a, a just somewhat likable person. You're not even like very, very likable. You're just somewhat likable okay. in real life. Yep. If you can project your authentic self in your art, mm-hmm. in your craft, online, in your work, right? If you can push, put that same level of authenticity that you bring to people in real life down on the page or whatever expression you do, yeah. people are going to like it. And and not that you do things for a audience, but like the idea of doing it for, um, uh, to, 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 people will appreciate it. Like if you only get 1% of the population appreciating yeah, your, right. your work, right. that's millions of people. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, not that you're necessarily doing it for that, but the idea of doing it for, you know, like you, you want to express it and share it and you want people to like it. Like you don't need everyone to like it. Yeah. You don't need even need a major percentage of people to like it. Yeah. If, if 0.1% yeah. of the population likes your work, yeah. that's tens of thousands of people. Yeah, exactly. That's amazing. So authenticity, I fully. Yeah. But I think resistance really comes up for me with that, with like thoughts and negative feelings and stuff. So then I'm there like, oh my God, I can't do this. You know? So how do you push through? Um, I've sort of like a, basically had to just almost force myself and just be like, okay, you have to do it. Like on this day at this time, you can just do it. Yep. No matter what thoughts, what, whatever comes up, you're just... not going to feel like it. You're not going to want to do it on the day. Cause you have this like imagination in your head, like, Oh, it's going to be so blissful. You know, I'm going to write all this amazing stuff and I'm going to feel so happy doing it all. But you don't, you feel like shit. You feel like, like, you know, you're, you're talking about, you might be talking about something that's a little bit challenging or, you know, 100%. whatever it is. It's embarrassing to put yourself out there like that. So you're going to feel like shit on the day. You just have to... I've just realized you just have to just do it. And just, just feel, okay, thank you, mind. So thank it's a level, you, mind. a level of discipline, thanking the thoughts, moving beyond them. Yeah, I think that's been the best thing. We're, we're coming up to the 20-minute time now. Yeah. So do you have a take action that people can implement the, the lessons from the war of art or what we're talking about here? Yeah, basically, so... Sort of this War of Art book basically talks about how you, if you hold on to that stuff that's inside you, though, you actually, it's a shame because then the world doesn't get to see it because it's a gift that's inside you. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of resistance, it's not the writing or the, the art that's hard. It's the sitting down mm-hmm. that's hard. And so whatever stops you from sitting down and doing it is resistance. So basically, the what take action do? is to sit down and do it, no matter what. So make yourself a time in the diary. So 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 let's let's say the take action is they sit down five minutes okay. working on the craft. Yeah, and like wholeheartedly. Like so so set a timer, sit yeah. down. You're not looking at your phone. Like you're actually doing it. Yeah. When should they do that? Well, they need to make a time like now. Like, yeah, like right now. I'm right, like, now. Oh, yeah, right now. Right now. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> not just... Not make a time. Just, yeah, okay. make, just, just do it. But what if they're driving right now and they want to paint? Fine, The second you get home... As soon as as soon as soon feasibly possible, yeah. set a timer, five minutes minimum, and just work. 
Yeah. Okay, work right. on your craft. I want to end it. It feels good once you get started. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it feels really good. Um, we're probably going to come back to this book at a later, a later episode, yeah, but I just want to sure. end this with um, a poem that I wrote that sort of addresses resistance. It's mm-hmm. like the summary of the resistance. It's called The Writer's Prayer. I'll put the link down below so you can okay. read along with it. Um, and feel so this free- is like a ritual that you do? Yeah, so I say this before and at the end of my um, writing sessions. And Stephen Pressfield does something similar, but similar, to do yeah. with Greek gods. Yes. Um, but the point is, is you can feel free to print this off, change it. And yep. like, you'll, I'll use the word, I'm a writer, but you can use whatever word you are for you. Yeah. If yeah. you are writing, you're a writer. If you're dancing, you're a dancer. If you're painting, you're a painter, right? Okay. So with all this in mind, the writer's prayer. I'm a writer. I've given myself this time to write. This time is sacred. I will not waste it. I will not worry about the quality, worth, or potential audience. I'll just write. I'll get the words on the page as they come, without judgment, without filter. I'll write because I love it, because I have something to say, and because the writing heals me. And when the time is up, I will let it go until I sit down to write again. So... Amen to that. <laughs> Amen. Um, this has been The Abundance Mentality. Uh, it's time for us to start reading another book and for you to take some action. So sit down and get started, Five yeah? Minutes. Cheers.